Oftentimes, society wants us to check a box. I'm a mom. I have a career. I'm an entrepreneur. They tell us to niche down. But what happens when you want to have it all? Welcome to the Multifaceted AF Podcast. My name is Kay, and my mission is to help men and women everywhere own all of the pieces of who they are in every way. We're going to be joined by guests and friends that show us what celebration of taking up space in all places really looks like. Now let's dive in. You talked a little bit about impact over influence. Um, what would you like your impact to be like? What would you, how would you like to impact the world around you? I always leave with like a genuine heart. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I will always say, like something that I, I can leave this earth today, Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Now I think I know that for the most part, my genuineness, is that a word? Genuineness? It can be. My ability to be genuine Mm -hmm. in all aspects, no matter where I am, whether it's on social media, in person, Mm -hmm. on church, at church, thinking, blah, 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 all these things. My energy does not change. Okay. It doesn't waver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what my might waver is that if my spirit's off, I may have to either exit mm-hmm. or I'm just quiet. But other than that, m- my genuineness doesn't really change. So I think that I get approached a lot in, in public mm-hmm. about, oh my gosh, I just love your spirit. What do you, I see you. And then it matches in, in mm-hmm. the real life. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's what I, I want that. I don't right. really ever want any, anyone to ever feel anything below mm-hmm themselves when they're around, around me you at all can i answer the question you did okay. i think that's important lift kind of lifting others like yeah. being genuine in who you are and having that kind of effect and rub off on others so what's your impact um my impact i would say that the idea of celebrating authenticity so i think that that's very real it for me so- i try to so i try to lead with that in any space that i'm in just kind of showing up as myself and trying to encourage other people to do that too. Like I'm very big on trying to pull that, similar to how you talked about like your spirit and lifting others, I wanna pull that out of other people. So whatever it is that's in you, oftentimes I'm looking at, um, I I see things in people. So I'll see like Mm kind of potential. You'll kind of talk about like these maybe one-off skills or talents that you might have, but I consider myself to be very big on identifying synergies and identifying ways that I can leverage synergies. And you can kind of put these two random tasks together, these two random skills together and turn it into whether it's a career, it's a side business. So I feel like that's something that I'm very skilled at and that authenticity and showing up who you, as who you are and celebrating the who you are and kind of leveraging that and using that to shine out into the world. So that is, that's kind of my impact. So as you think about kind of the journey that you're on, what are some goals that you've set for yourself as you've kind of I mean, we're in a new year, but as you think about kind of the coaching work that you're doing, what are some goals that you've set for yourself that you're looking to achieve? So for me, it's really about transitioning into the lifestyle that I want and doing those things that it takes to set it up. So it's almost like this is my pillar year, I'll say. Um, it's a it's a it's a setup. So for me, I'm very passionate about being a mom, especially in this time for each of my children in the different ages that they're in, I want to make sure that I'm giving them the best version of myself. Okay. It's also a situation that like, I enjoy what I do with nursing, but I know it's a means to an end. Like I can see that there is some evolution happening there and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with letting go and surrendering to what is. And in order for me to truly make the impact and be that that legendary person that I'm put here to be, mm-hmm. I need to show up 
in the spaces where I make the most impact. And that means in my coaching business, that means speaking, that means being an author, and that ultimately means most importantly in my home. Mm -hmm. So being the CEO of my house and having to juggle a lot of things, it's just not something that I'm okay with doing, mm -hmm. knowing that there will be balls that will be dropped and it's okay, mm -hmm. right? but I don't want to drop any one of my children, right? Those are glass balls. No, absolutely, that's very. That's exactly what I was gonna say. If you think about it, we're all juggling and it absolutely is, um, it's a juggling act. And there are some balls that are made of glass. They're, you can't drop those ones, but then there are some rubber balls and it's okay if it drops. And then there are some plastic ones and they can bounce and roll and it's not the ideal, but it absolutely, it's, it's okay, we can rebound. Um, so I think it is important to kind of figure out the what what are those glass ones? What are the glass ones that we don't want to drop? What are the ones that we know we want to protect at at any cost versus the ones that it might be okay for it to fall between the cracks because we know we can rebound and we can kind of get that back. Mm -hmm. So that's very real. That's very real kind of work that we all have to do. Mm -hmm. And in terms of goals, um, it's actually really to be more visible in my business mm -hmm. in a way that builds up that credibility and the following that I'm looking for in a way that I'm no longer afraid to be seen. I'm no longer trying to dim my light. I'm no longer trying to play it small. So in that, I know that moments like this are important. I know that that has value. So it's really about making sure that I'm being visible in my business and authentic with my branding. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I'm a hard person. I've always been hard on myself. Mm -hmm little bit kind of hard on people around me that I care about. Mm -hmm. um, but very, 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 very hard on myself. And I am, not only am I being more gentle with myself, with hopes of, you know, just um, because I need that, but also I hope that I will attract or inspire people around me to be more gentle with me. Because when I tell you people think I'm a thug, <laughs> That doesn't have feelings, but I do have very big feelings. No, that's that. I mean, that's real because you teach people how to treat you. Exactly. So the same way yeah. I'm very big on like, I love myself with all the love languages because I expect anybody that comes around to love me with all the love languages. I take mm -hmm. myself out to eat. I go on spa dates. Mm, yes, you do. I like words of affirmation. I say positive things to myself all the time. Mm -hmm. I like physical touch. I will go get massages on a regular basis. Mm. I want all the love languages. I give them to myself and I expect that's how I expect Still. others to, to love me. Very similarly, you, you show people how to treat you. So if you're not doing what you need to do for yourself and kind of creating this narrative that I'm going to thug it out, it's fine. Yeah, I don't have feelings. That was me. That was me. And I, I learned that again recently. This has been a learning year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause I used to always complain about that. Like, yo, people think I don't have feelings. Nobody ever. No one's ever gentle with me. People will say anything to me, do anything to me because they think I can handle it. They think I don't need it. I never got any like, I don't, I wasn't a person that people empathized with much. Like I'm not the person, I can't tell you about a time when someone showed up at my house to like take care of me without me asking. Mm -hmm. I had to really like cuss people out. Listen. <laughs> and listen, threaten them. Listen. But then I had to take accountability. That's very real. Because that's, that's <laughs> you how. You create the narrative. Exactly. So I am very much, I mean, I've, I'm on this learning journey and it's mm -hmm. always going to be a journey. But with that whole conversation about grief and loss, 
um, I learned that the hard way Mm -hmm. for the first several years. I didn't even address it at all. I would just suffer in silence. And I mean, I wasn't doing the internal work either, but as I started to do the internal work and started being able to name my feelings, Mm -hmm. um, that was one level, but then it's the people around me and your support system and being realistic with the fact that like grief is not linear. So for me, it was mm. understanding the fact that like we're years in a lot of people assume that like you're good No, this year. So this, um, this past June 27th was, I think the ninth birthday, my husband's the ninth year that I'm celebrating his birthday without him being here. I was a complete and utter wreck. And I've never been like that ever before. Mm. Like not even like the first year. Or like at the funeral, I've never cried as much as I did this year. Mm-hmm. But what I'm learning over time is that you have to tell people, you have to tell people, you have to coach people on how you need to be treated. You have mm-hmm. to explain to people, I need you to show up for me. This is a tough time. Mm-hmm. I'm going through it. People cannot remind. There's this big narrative around check on your strong friends, but strong friends also need to stop pretending to be strong. It's okay. to. I'm not strong. I'm not strong today. I might be strong any other day, but today I'm not strong and I need you to show up for me. Our career journeys, they're really made up of a few different components. So the idea of this completed educations and training. So when you actually go and obtain learnings, that's just one part. So oftentimes when I'm hiring or even when I'm coaching, there are people who may be stuck on this idea of education only. And what I like to say, especially for an undergraduate degree, is all it shows me is that you are able to start something and complete it. So there is value there. I mean, you need that. Sometimes it is the ticket to admission. But realistically speaking, I know that I didn't learn anything transformative in my undergraduate studies that's going to either make or break my position now. Um, So those things are basically that baseline education. And like I said, an indicator to a hiring manager that I'm able to start something and I'm able to finish it where you start to kind of hone who you are and kind of mold how you want to show up from a career profile perspective comes in with that additional education. So whether it is a master's program, like I said, those trainings, those certifications, that's when you kind of put your spin on it. But all of those things kind of come together. Then there's the past and current experiences and roles. So your positions. It doesn't necessarily matter what the title was, what the banding, the leveling might have been. It's your job to boil that down and pull out those themes. So I may have been a cashier at McDonald's. I actually was a cashier at McDonald's. But when I, I don't refer to that now in my conversations about career, but it is a single thread in this kind of tapestry that I weave around this idea that I've always been customer focused, customer centric. It doesn't matter what the role is. I have always been adamant about making a delightful customer experience, figuring out what the customer needed and trying to meet that need in a way that was helpful to the business, but also left a smile on the customer's face. So something as simple as a cashier, wherever it is, you can kind of mold that to tell a different story and to kind of shift the narrative around how it leads to this big picture or this future role you're looking to obtain. So then we weave those things together. And like I said, it really does tell a story in the same way that no, that there's no singular way to get to a destination. If you think about kind of putting an address into the GPS, there are several different ways to get there, but how you choose to navigate 
is really determined by a few of those things that you put in the same way in the GPS, you can say avoid toll rolls, toll roads. Um, it's very similar where you kind of pull in the different co um, components and work your way towards this end goal that you have for your career. I oftentimes would beat myself up for not giving quote unquote hundred percent. Um, but these kind of self-reflection breaks and these self-assessment activities I would do with myself would help me to understand that sometimes 100% is not what you would think it shows up as. So if I only have 40% to give today because physically I just that's all I have to give. If I'm giving 40%, then technically I'm giving 100% of my capacity for that day. And I think that realizations like that really do help along this journey of giving yourself grace. So when we have these tools that allow us to do this self-check-in, it's exactly that exercise of giving yourself grace based on kind of where you are. It also helps you to be very deliberate about next steps and kind of where you want to put your effort and energy. So if I know that I've taken a step back and I've done this activity and kind of filled out this wheel of personal perspective and I see my categories. So for me, the categories that I usually populate are financial, wellness, spiritual, emotional, relationship, and professional, relationships and professional. And those have been kind of selected for different reasons, but those are the areas that matter to me the most. Some of them can be broken up into subcategories, especially um, like relationships, relationship with my son versus relationship with other family members or friends or a significant other. Um, so there's definitely room for tailoring this so that it reflects the reality of your life. But those are the categories I tend to go with. And when I do this activity, it allows me to take a beat and really just understand where things are. So coming out of it, when I've filled out zero to 10, I can look and kind of get a feel for the wellness of what it is that my life is looking like at the time. Um, so there are times when some of these buckets are really low. So emotional might be struggling for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's the wellness so that I consider like fitness. What am I putting into my body? What am I eating? Am I moving my body? Um, so that has definitely been an area that has struggled in the past. But again, doing this activity really gives you an opportunity to just kind of take the judgment out of it and just kind of lay it all out and then come up with a plan of action. So if there are areas that are super low, that may be your choice to focus on. Maybe it's a reflection at the beginning of the month. I'm writing down kind of my wins for last month, my goals for next month. If I do this activity and see that last month, you know, I was on top of my budget. You know, I was doing well in terms of my relationships, doing well in terms of professional spiritual and emotional, but that wellness was really, really struggling, then maybe that becomes your goal. Um, it also is an opportunity if you're seeing that several areas are struggling, maybe it's needs, it needs to be a little bit more of a deliberate and kind of thoughtful activity around why am I struggling in so many areas? Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode where we celebrate the superpower that is being multifaceted. If this resonates and feels like home, make sure to send it to a friend colleague, or someone close to you, and write a review so we can continue to grow, connect, and celebrate. Until next time, continue showing up as your true self and taking up space.